Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can, again, bring up whatever you want. Our website is freetalklive.com. A lot of features there. We give them all away to you for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Our friend Gardner is with us tonight. Hello, Gardner Goldsmith. Hello, Ian. How are you? Good, good. It's been uh, a little while. You are a busy man producing the Liberty Conspiracy <laughs> at libertyconspiracy.com. And uh, this, I guess it's this last week, you've had some interesting discussions going on on the Liberty Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, lots of stuff all over the place. So thank you for the plug, and I hope people are checking it out. Thanks for letting me come in, you guys. Let's talk about that real briefly, though. Sure. Uh, you've had a, a lady on from Mexico. Yes, yes. And you and Glenn Jacobs, by oh, the way, yeah, of, of yeah. WWE fame. Kane, the man, and of course of the website adventuresofcitizenx.com. Great stuff for freedom lovers over there, too. Great yes. on it. Great so what, what has the, the, uh, the topic of discussion been? <laughs> well, uh, I guess uh, Glenn got us in a little bit of trouble because uh, we talked to a foreigner, you see, about two very, very touchy topics. One was the war on drugs. And it's effects. Yes, exactly. I'm doing the Victor Borgard because they didn't exactly didn't actually <laughs> declare war. So right. Yes, exactly. The so-called war on drugs and its effect on uh, Mexican people uh, who are supposedly law-abiding, peaceful people, even in some of the nicer areas in Mexico, which is where mm-hmm. this woman comes from. And then the other is, of course, the immigration issue and how the policies in both cases, the policies of two governments are affecting the lives of this very nice libertarian woman in Mexico. And uh, it, was, it was quite interesting. So you found out, of course, that, uh, as I recall, that she was indeed trained by the Mexican government to infiltrate the United States as part of La Raza and to take it back. <laughs> yes, La Raza. Exactly, because we all know that uh, it's, it's just so terrible uh, that she happens to be from another country and she must be plotting the overthrow of the United States government or at least extracting California to go back. Yeah, so wait, that that wasn't the case with her. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I know mm-hmm. it's it's hard to believe, but uh, you know she just wants to be left alone. It's the weirdest thing, isn't it? Hmm. You crazy. mean the, the Mexicans are human beings too, and they have well the same feelings? And, you know, let's not go crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't it isn't it amazing to think that that you know here we are we're, we're talking about about all these issues and so on, and I I'm in the back of my mind I'm thinking. You know, some conservative talk show host might be sitting there going like, oh, why are these people bothering to talk to someone from Mexico? We've got Americans who are on the border uh, trying to defend the border, and they're, and they're, they're promoting trying to see these people in equivalency to American citizens. They're not American citizens. Um, hello, they're people. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I'm not an American citizen. No one is an American citizen, as uh, Mark Stevens would point out from markstevens.net. Yeah. There are no citizens because in order to have a citizen sh- uh, citizenry, in order to be a citizen, you must have an, uh, an obligation. Uh, you, you must be given something in return to your, uh, for your, uh, your allegiance. So in return for your allegiance, uh, you are to be given protection. The government is supposed to have an obligation to protect you in return for you doing what they say. Mm. That's supposed to be the deal behind citizenship. And it doesn't exist. The government doesn't have an obligation to protect you, and the government doesn't have – not only does it not have an obligation to protect you, it doesn't have an obligation to do jack S for you. It doesn't – 
it doesn't it has have no interest in, and, in and, protecting yeah. it. And that's that's one of the amazing things. You look at all this argument about uh, what's happening with the the oil spill, and uh, and then they compare it to uh, Barack Obama's presidency to George Bush's presidency. Is this his Katrina? Uh, George Bush didn't act. To, you know, look, we can look at the constitutional things and the slight differences there between having an oil thing out out you know five miles out versus Louisiana, which it, it should have been a state issue with the hurricane and all these other things. But that's the, that's the primary question. Even if you think that government is supposed to protect you, it, it's going to do a crappy job anyway. Yeah. And like, what incentives do they have to protect you? All they, all they have to do is do a bad job and then tax you more. Yep. What's going to happen? The, the government institution is still going to remain the same. And it, what's interesting is for this young woman in Mexico, here you've got the supposed drug war to protect us against drugs, right? <laughs> and she's, she's down there. And who's really in charge in her town? As as you heard, the drug lords, the drug lords, and they they come in. One guy, one drug lord wants to have dinner in a restaurant where they're eating, so they come in. They have armed guards to protect the restaurant, and then they pay for everybody's meal. No kidding. Yeah. Holy man. They pay for everyone's meal because they inconvenience people. Because Sorry, we're going to pay for your meals. Yeah, <laughs> the drug lords are the courteous ones. <laughs> I mean, let me go. Hold up. I'd like to juxtapose this. So, uh, George Bush, and I believe that this was right around 9 11. I think that this was just before, this was like uh, September the. 10th, 2001, or September mm-hmm. the 9th, 2001, went out to Longboat Key, was staying at the Colony uh, you know, Beach House Resort or whatever yeah. there on, Saras- right. on Longboat Key in Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. I worked, like you, Ian, on City Island, uh, and it's right there next to it, and they shut down all the, essentially the, the, the main drag through there. I couldn't get off the island. It's yeah. not an island, it's a little peninsula. I, I couldn't get off City Island. I wasn't allowed to leave. I had to wait there for hours and, and isn't <laughs> well it, his motorcade decided to do whatever it was going to do but you were compensated for the inconvenience and they, they didn't even they, they didn't even they acknowledge my inconvenience no, they took your name and they gave you a credit on your tax form no no they gave me nothing <laughs> no. they told me to get my bat, butt back to the the radio station right <laughs> who knows well, what I mean, you know glenn and i were talking about this uh before and afterwards and um he was looking at 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 uh some pieces on on um uh, on anarchy, and and he was saying, uh, you know, one of the pieces that he was reading um, described how, at least when you had monarchies, people recognized that there was a separation between the monarchy, which declared that it was all powerful or whatever, um, and the people, right? And the monarchies were still sort of on guard, you know, that sort of thing. Now, under the so-called demo- democracies or representative republics that we have, you get the the state still exists. It encroaches into people's lives, but supposedly the state is us. Right. So therefore, so it's, it's okay. Given, yeah, right. yeah. The state, the state is far more arduous. Taxes significantly higher. Um, you know, yes. it's far more intrusive in your life. You have to deal with it on a regular basis. Yes. I mean, admittedly, it's not quite as not quite as whimsical, but you know, you don't have a guy like Ivan the Terrible snatching you up yeah. and eviscerating you with hot tongs. Well, you've argument you've argued against monarchy in comparison to democracy before, and I, I will take the side that I think in general monarchies can be better because if you think about it, the monarch is to some extent the head of you know he is the target, right? So if yeah. the monarch isn't 
if the monarch is awful, there is the chance that he could be overthrown, and no, nobody feels the same allegiance towards the monarch to me, like they feel the allegiance towards the democratic system. It seems to me that the democratic system is empowering towards people, and you need it as a step on the way to the road to freedom. Um, and I, I don't think you people uh, when you have a monarch, people just don't. Well, we we wish we could rule ourselves. You hear the collectivists speak inside that. We'd much rather have a government that we control. Which right, really means right, whomever right. controls it. So I think that I think mm. that the uh, the idea of a democracy, at, you know, it, it needs to be on the step to the road to well, freedom. Well, you know, just it's starting the program with you guys, I won't I won't take sides either way. Obviously, right won't. now, You're but big wuss. no. But what I will say, <laughs> what I will say is that. Um, uh, one of the things that strikes me is, you know, the so-called divine right of kings. Just for people out there listening now, we can apply this now uh, to see how particularly dangerous the so-called representative government motif is to suck people into thinking that it's our government and we're going to the moon and we are in Afghanistan and we are in Iran and all these different things. Right. It strikes me as you got the supposed divine right of kings because, uh, you know, they have the bloodline and so on. But now and, and of course, you can't go after the government for legal recourse in that case because the state is somehow semi uh, semi divine. Now you've got the state with immunity because if you sue the state, you're really suing all of the people. So either way, they get away with whatever they want to get away with. Mm, so true. yeah, so you've got these you got these apologies that come out every once in a while, you know, about the uh, Tuskegee problems. Oh yeah, and, you they'll, know, they'll apologize decades yeah. later, if not if not centuries later, for for something that they, they did. Didn't do. Well, yeah. I mean, those people were right. It wasn't around. the same people. All right, there's more coming up here at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live, 1-800-259-9231. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, unlike those other talk shows. They want to charge you for accessing their web uh, web pages. Enjoy ours. Uh, we've got archives there, so if you've missed a moment of the show, like uh, yesterday's co-host-only Sunday show with... Wayne and Sam together, you can download it right there on the front page of our website, as well as go back into the podcast and go all the way back to the beginning of 2009, free for you at freetalklive.com. Okay, it's a beautiful summer's Monday morning, and you're dragging already? Well, not me. I'm taking two golden capsules of Nature Bee plant pollen every day, and I've never slept more soundly in my life. Here's Mike Buck from all the way from Hawaii to tell you more. Hello there, guys, and you're right. Look, your health totally depends on good nutrition. If you don't get it out of your daily diet, do not expect to have the power through the week. Nature Bee is going to come along. It's a power pack. contains all the vitamins, aminos, minerals, and antioxidants you need. And what do you get out of this beautiful plant pollen? How about better digestion, better sleep at night, and the bottom line, much more energy. I know you can visit health food stores and pharmacies and end up 
a bit confused about with all those bottles of supplements. Why would we buy Nature Bee instead of those other products, Mike? Yeah, you're right. That's totally overwhelming when you do that. Well, because Nature Bee works. We stand by that. As a matter of fact, nobody's going to give you what we do, that no questions asked, money-back guarantee. You can try the whole supply of Nature Bee. If you don't feel the power of pollen, we promise, you send back your empty bottles, we send you back all your money. Well, it sounds like more than a fair deal. So um, how can my listeners get their Nature Bee, Mike? Easy as can be. There's a couple of ways. And the quicker you do it, the better you're going to feel. Six months, ninety-nine, ninety-five plus delivery. Free Talk Live gives you three extra months for free, right to your door all the way from New Zealand. When you make this toll-free call, one 834 8355 Come on now, one 834 8355 Or online, Nature B. That's com. Okay, everyone, be just like me. Don't wait. Get your Nature B today. Call 866-834-8355. It's one 834 8355 Or go to com. All right, so we opened a show up tonight talking about Gardner Goldsmith's uh, Liberty Conspiracy. It's his radio show. Uh, you can go to libertyconspiracy.com to hear it. And you kind of team up with some of your listeners and some partners, and Glenn Jacobs is one of those uh, partners. Yeah. And he's quite the personality. Not only is he nationally known wrestling superstar, Kane, uh, but he's also a really brilliant guy and incredibly smart uh, and well-spoken and sounds great on the radio, so I'm glad that, that right. you've added him into uh, the Liberty Conspiracy. In fact, I've been holding on to a Glenn Jacobs, Lou Rockwell story. Glenn wrote up something about immigration since a we've been talking about piece. that here yes. tonight. I figured I'd share it with you. So let's do it. LouRockwell.com featuring Glenn Jacobs. The libertarian philosophy is based on the concept of self-ownership. Human beings own themselves. When we rightfully acquire property, either by making first claim to that property and homesteading it, or through voluntary transfer with another person or persons, the property becomes part of our lives, and thus we lay claim to ownership of that property as we would our own bodies. One of the problems that libertarians encounter when discussing various issues determining is determining ownership, or in many cases, articulating the nuances of applying property rights to an issue. These problems are compounded when government is thrown into the equation, since the same rules about property and ownership that apply to private individuals do not apply to coercive government. The hot-button issue of immigration is a great example, illustrating the complexities involved in applying property rights to an issue. Ownership means that one not only possesses something, uh, th- that one not only possesses something, but also controls the thing. In other words, if you truly own something, you must be free to use the thing as you wish, so long as doing so does not violate the property of others. You must also be free to transfer the thing to another person, so long as the transaction is voluntary and consensual. And when it comes to land, property rights, like control over that land, including controlling uh, who enters into the boundaries of the land... When dealing with the topic of immigration, that is, the movement of individuals across political designations, that's where things get confusing. The state claims not only to be able to control who crosses the land that it owns, but also to control who enters land owned by private individuals. It also claims the authority to prohibit certain individuals from living within its borders, even if these individuals acquired their land rightfully by homesteading or through voluntary exchange. Those of us who believe that private property is the basis of a free society must ask, how was this authority engendered? If we continue along this line of thinking, the logical conclusion must be that the state owned all the land within its borders a priori, since it is the government which sets the conditions for how that land may be used and to whom it may be transferred in the future. 
The state- you know, if and if if the government um, owns all the land in its g- given area and then just sort of bequeaths it, which really is sort of how the the king did it originally. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent people, you know, across here, you know, kill the Indians. That land's mine. I'll <laughs> give it to you. And the I guess the underlying idea here is that if you kill the people that are there and take their stuff, it's yours, and then you can do what you want with it. You are the winner. You are the the spoils of war. Which means that if you believe in this idea of you know, keeping people out of this country, this uh, preventing immigration thing, free people from crossing the borders of a supposedly free country. If you believe that, then I should be able to kill you, and then I'm right. That's, because that's absolutely right. Yeah, that's, 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 how, that's, that's how logic. this whole thing was founded. Might make yeah, killing right. yeah. people. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, and 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 it's interesting. And I don't believe that. But. It's interesting too because if you compare Glenn's piece to an earlier piece that was published uh, by Walter Williams. Uh, it's very interesting because Walter Williams is who seen defended the state exactly, and defended borders. Precisely right, precisely right. And and in in Williams' argument, and it would be great to be able to sit down with Walter Williams because I admire him so much. He's a terrific economist and he's a wonderful guy. I've gotten to meet him. He's a really good guy. Uh, he but, forgot his economics when he was writing well, that. That's article. exactly right. And he forgot uh, he forgot fundamental principles of libertarianism, uh, the non-aggression principle for one. And and boy, Mark, you say it's so right. In this case, I am a super genius. Yeah, and what Walter. Williams was doing in this case super genius. He looks like a coyote next to me. It's weird. Um, what he was doing in this case was he was defending the idea of national sovereignty versus um, the multiple nations or other nations deciding for some uh, United States government what its immigration policy would be. So, and that would be very appealing to plenty of paleoconservatives. How dare them in uh, Mexico criticize the United States for their immigration policy when they've got strict immigration policies themselves? How dare them in the United Nations blame, uh, get down on Arizona? That is Arizona property. We've got sovereignty. We're America. Okay. Now, I, and I, I apologize for the accent. but right. If you, if you spin <laughs> yeah. it in that direction, I don't disagree. I do think that the UN has no business dictating to the, right. to the United States or to Arizona or to wh- whatever entity um, that... If you spin it in that direction. Right, if you spin and, it in that direction. That's the thing, However, it's a you, false, it's a exactly. false choice. You're putting blinders I, on. Right. I don't... It doesn't matter to me how arduous and terrible the immigration policies are of some third world banana republic that has nothing to do with what is supposed Mark, to be a free country. The, all the other countries in the world have restrictive immigration policies and that's what no, we they need don't. here. That's what we need here. They don't all have that well the good countries the good third world <laughs> good. banana republics that's what america needs to be more like them places and, we need and checkpoints we need uh we need police that's what's so great Checking about glenn's ID. piece is he just slices right through that oh, just we're gonna boom. get to that we'll, yeah. we'll get oh, to right. more uh, yeah. of glenn here in a moment glenn jacobs formal well not formally he still is kane in the uh, wwe uh, but he's also now on board over at the liberty conspiracy at libertyconspiracy.com 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. We'll continue the immigration discussion here in moments, and you can take control of the airwaves. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian and Garth and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. And that's freetalklive.com. And you can join us. Some of those features, by the way, include our news updates. You want to get kept into the loop with what's going on with the show, you can go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. You can receive emailed updates, Twitter. You can do the Facebook thing. Either way works. Any of those options are, are good. Whatever works best for you. So it's up to you. Choose. It's free at news.freetalklive.com. In fact, I sent out a news update this afternoon announcing that we are doing another auction. This time we're auctioning off the second banner on our website. Excuse me, fourth banner. Apologies. Fourth banner down the page on the website. You'll win it for a month if you're the winner of the auction. It's currently up to $11.50. Got about six or so days left on the auction. Uh, so who knows where it'll end up? Some people have managed to get theirs as cheap as thirty bucks. Wow! Some people pay it upwards of one hundred and fifty, two hundred bucks for a banner. So it just all depends on supply and demand and how many people want to compete with you. So head on over to auction.freetalklive.com. Place your bid. You can advertise virtually anything with us. Your product, service, favorite website, uh, pretty much anything goes. That's great. Auction.freetalklive.com. And again, to get the latest news, go to news.freetalklive.com and get signed up with your preferred choice. So. Uh, we're back to Glenn Jacobs here. He's writing for LewRockwell.com, also a contributor on your radio show, Guard, uh, The Liberty Conspiracy. And he's talking about property rights and the issue of immigration and how confusing the issue can be for people when they don't really understand property rights in the first place. And then they take their misunderstandings and combine it with bigotry and then apply it to uh, the immigration situation. Yeah, so true, right? So let me continue here. He says... The state continues to retain a high degree of control since the government – he's talking about uh, over how land may be used – since the government has the ultimate authority to make the rules for all property, even property now in private hands. To the libertarian or anyone who believes in the sanctity of property rights, these conclusions are quite troubling. When it comes to land ownership in America, property rights are not at all secure. They are not really rights at all, but government-granted privileges. While our system of property rights is already imperfect, the current immigration policy leads to an even greater infringement upon these rights. For example, if one owns property on or near the border, the government may claim the authority to build a fence or a wall on one's property, and government agents may come and go as they please without the property owner's permission. These problems remain even if we move away from the border. For example, if the government suspects that I am employing undocumented workers, it claims the authority to raid my business, to enter my property without my permission, with armed agents. And of course, they've been doing so for years under the auspices of the war on drugs and before that, uh, alcohol prohibition. Yeah. Uh, so so they always the state agents will always have the excuse, and the supporters of the apologists for the state will always have the excuse of, well, what's the problem? This has been going on for a long time. It's this has been raiding people's homes has been legal for a long time. Are you saying you have a problem with it now that it's immigra- immigrants, it's human beings that we're searching for? I heard echoes of that today in a conversation I'll tell you about later, my Oh friend. yeah, you had a family conversation. Oh, we'll yeah, get to that. Yeah. Uh, so Glenn points out if one truly owns one's property, how is it that the government can control who's allowed on this property in opposition to the wishes of the property owner? In other words, why should my friend from Mexico beg for permission to enter the country in order to have dinner with me? Shouldn't free people be able to associate or not associate with whomever they wish, so long as those interactions are voluntary, consensual, and do not harm a third party? No, not as long as those free people are Americans, where it's the land of the free and you have to ask to come in. 
And of course, they have all sorts of rationales that un, that uh, bolster their their arguments. I'll just sure. just briefly mention that they've got economic rationales. Yep. They've got cultural rationales. Yep. And uh, those things have to be have to be political addressed rationale as well. too. And if you political. let the Mexicans in, then, and then they will for, be citizen. The, the 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 Democrats will make them so yes. they can vote, and they will vote all of us out of office, and we will be uh, a, a poor second class political party in the Republican Party or whomever it would say yeah. that. Yeah. Likely Republicans. I mean. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if if you were a uh, Mexican immigrant and you managed to get the right to vote, who would you vote for? Who would you which party do you feel is welcoming you or at least hates you least? Mm, yeah. And uh, it seems, seems obvious. Seem, if, if, if there are two political parties in this country, and it seems like there pretty much are, and it seems to me that it's the Republicans that are rabid haters of, uh, of immigrants from south of the border more so than Democrats. I'm not saying that it's uh, all one side or, or, or the other or whatever, but if, if somebody says, I can tell them illegals from the legal ones, well, how can you tell unless you send cops after them all to, to ask for mm-hmm. their papers? Right. So the same is true of economic activities. So long as commercial activities are voluntary, consensual, and don't encroach upon other individuals or their property, what is the justification for the government prohibiting these activities or associations? Well, because they want to. Because their buddies are threatened by your commercial activities. If your commercial activities are in competition to their friends... But to, to the politicians' friends, you will be stopped. Well, I think yeah. the politicians, uh, they come from all different angles. But I think one thing that should be uh, laid out here that doesn't get laid out is the corporate interest in keeping the second-class citizenry that is the illegal immigrant. If you have these people that are illegals, they are much more easily controlled by the you know whomever it is that employs them mm-hmm. and, and employed at significantly below even uh, minimum wage. Because they can't leave, they can't compete in the marketplace the same way you or I can. If I'm, you know, doing a talk show host job, and I uh, somebody else comes along and says, "Hey, Mark, we'll pay you, we'll pay you double what uh, what you're making at Free Talk Live." And um, we'll let you talk about anything you want to talk. It'll be great. Of course, they're lying. <laughs> and, um, you know, then I can decide we'll whether I want more, to. Go- but we'll own you. Yeah, but that's exactly what they'll do. <laughs> but, you know, I'll, I can decide to go or not go. But if an illegal immigrant is, you know, hey, you want to pick berries for me? I'll pay you double. Then he goes and says, uh, hey, George, I'm going to pick berries for uh, Wayne over here. No, you're not. I'm calling INS. Or I'll call I INS. See. And that's how it goes. Hey, it, you know, that's an interesting, uh, just real quick, that's an interesting point. Point. Yeah, you, you look at some of the companies that have been busted, and it would be interesting to see the size of the corporation or the size of the company, because some some might be smaller private companies that are employing uh, more illegals, uh, so-called illegals, as they as the term goes. In other words, people who have crossed over and are trying to work and uh, don't have the proper documentation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, because uh, many times the companies that they're busting are sort of. Uh, mid-sized companies, uh, uh, corporations. I, I'd be very interested to find out how many illegals, illegals, so-called, are working for the larger corporations, which are often unionized, um, mm-hmm. versus the smaller corporations. Because so far, the ones that I've seen that have gotten busted, uh, the meat packages, these are like you know, a few hundred small, employees. Yeah, a few hundred employees here, uh, uh, you know, within the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. you know, that and sort of thing. I don't know the kind of pressure that these corporations put on the government. I can't yeah, make that yeah, claim. I, I it's, it's difficult. Yeah. This would be a very murky uh, pond to try to to see to it's the a bottom. Good question, of. though. But 
I can tell you that it that the effect is the same. It doesn't matter whether the uh, the the, or the it, I guess it would matter, but it's hard to say whether the corporations are doing it or not. But it is clear that that's the result. The result is is that there's a second class citizenry that that doesn't isn't able to compete in the marketplace the same way that they would, and therefore is um, it, it it affects this they stole our jobs aspect because the these immigrants are not able to move up the economic ladder as easily. So there's the um, uh, they're 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 stealing people's jobs for a longer period of time or whatever. Glenn Jacobs continues at LouRockwell.com in the contemporary world of immigration politics, property rights and the freedom of association are trumped by, trumped by the omnipotent state. Is the state some sort of god before whom we must plead to recognize us as an official person? After all, that is the crux of the immigration question: Must the individuals coming to America have the sanction of the state? As the state continues to lose legitimacy in the eyes of so many in the liberty movement, one wonders why many of these same folks still demand that individuals who peacefully come to this country seek the state's approval above all else. After all, it's the state that determines who is illegal and legal. Now, one may argue that despite all this, illegal immigration is a crime, and as such must be punished. The question is, who's the victim of this crime? Anyone care to answer that? Exactly. We all are because they're here taking our stuff. Well... I think that the, uh, the, Jar the, the well, I think that more. Uh, I think that everybody is a victim because the government does give away. Uh, but the government's uh, well, doing the victimizing there. Indeed, the government's the one doing the threatening. If you don't pay them, they put you in the jail cell. It's not the immigrants that are coming along, going to come along and lynch you. It's the government agents that are going to come along and take you away from your family and put you in a cold cage if you don't go along with whatever arbitrary demands for cash they come up to you with. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. More from Glenn Jacobs your calls as well about what you want. This is Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those. And if you like this show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. What we do is we take that money in and we reinvest it to advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live to get this show on more radio stations. It's advertise, market, and promote. That's what AMP stands for. You'll get perks too, like access to the AMP only call in lines, the AMP only forum, uh, the podcast, and more. Go and get the details. And get signed up with any major credit card or some alternative options, plus PayPal's an option as well, all over at amp.freetalklive.com. And we're talking about a uh, story here from LouRockwell.com's Glenn Jacobs. And he's talking about illegal, so-called illegal immigration, the issue of immigration and property, property rights, and how it is that the uh, concept of property rights in this country is really an illusion because you don't own your property. Fact is, you just don't. Because if you and if you want to test that, then try not paying the property tax bill that comes every six months, every year, however often you get it, where you live, and see what happens. 
eventually they're going to send you some nasty messages saying that you owe even more money now than you did before. And you might ask, well, how did I come to owe that money? And they won't answer. They'll just say that you owe the money. That's just how it is. Yeah. And uh, if you don't well, they'll, pay, they'll, they'll they'll cite their laws and stuff, and 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 say that you know you you owe because of the this. legislature says the legislature says you owe money. Well, how did they get the? Uh, how did they? How can that be that a group of men and women that I don't know could determine that I owe them money? Back uh, back about fifteen years ago, before you guys were up here in New Hampshire, uh, a friend of mine uh, with whom I worked in radio. Um, I, I was just, you know, learning the ropes on libertarian stuff, maybe 20 years ago or so. Um, he, uh, he tried that option, not paying his property taxes really? in the Milford area. And, uh, yeah, they went after him big time. Did it take his house or did he pay uh, up at the very end? He ended up paying up at the very end. And then they went after him because he had a horse mm. and, uh, they took his horse away and, uh, his business ended up shutting down because they made a bad name for him about the horse and he ended wow. up having to lose his house anyway. And, they will uh, do whatever they can yeah. to ruin your life yeah. because they own you and yeah. they own your property. So that we get back to uh, Glenn Jacobs on immigration. He says, uh, it's talking about if if illegal immigration is a crime, and so many people, that's what they'll say, well, they're, they're illegal. They, they broke the law. Well, well who did they hurt? Who, who's the victim? If, if it's a crime to be a so-called illegal immigrant, who is the victim? And if you can answer that question, I'd love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. And, and don't tell me it's... Uh, it, it, yeah, exactly. you got to talk. Who is the direct victim? You see, what the, what the excuses they come up My with job. are always... Although maybe they'd be educational because you can apply this sort of logic to people arguing about how gambling should be illegal and prostitution should be illegal because people get hurt eventually. Mm. You know, people spend their money in bad ways. They get caught up in that gambling thing and that prostitution thing and guys go out and families get broken down. Direct harm against an my individual job, or his property. They took my Please. job. They yeah. took my job. They, I'm, I'm a victim. Is, they took my job. Exactly. And where is the direct harm, as, as Glenn is saying in that article? If he wants someone to come well, to his my home job. for I dinner, my job. He, can, he can't have this person come over. Jobs, guard, jobs. They took my job. How would you address that? <laughs> well, it's, it's simple. It's not your job. Exactly. The job is an, a job is an agreement between two people. Right. It does not belong to one person. It belongs to two. So if I decide I want to take my car to an auto mechanic and I've been taking it there for four or five years, and then I decide for whatever reason I want to go to uh, across the street to the other auto mechanics, he took my customer. Right. That I, I, you know, if that auto mechanic <laughs> is Mexican, can you shake your fist at him and say, that guy took my job? It's just, I mean, it's ludicrous. Yeah. Isn't it's it absolute amazing? insane stuff. I mean, I right. understand why you're upset. I get it. People are upset when they don't get... Uh, they the, don't want to know, lose their when, livelihoods. When their expectations aren't met. But this, the marketplace has changed throughout human history. Right. So is it, is it the stealing of your job also? I mean, have you also been harmed in the exact same fashion when a young 18-year-old kid comes in and ta- exactly takes right. the job for half the rate exactly. and does the same if thing? I, if or I, a robot. If, yeah, if, right. I, if I happen to... Uh, for example, Massachusetts, they've got a lot of people who come over the border from, uh, from New Hampshire down to Massachusetts and work down in Boston. Are they stealing Massachusetts jobs? Mm. God knows, you know, the government of Massachusetts is pretty darn happy they're coming down to work. That's you know? a great question. Uh, you know, if, I, if, I, if you're growing some carrots in your yard 
and I buy them from you rather than the regular guy that I'm buying them from because you're a little cheaper, mm-hmm. gives me some money left over, I guess you're stealing that guy's job. Yeah. It's just so protectionist, that yeah. particular mindset. Right, and, and we need to mention just real quick the yeah. economics of it. Again, if you hear this sort of argument, everybody, remember, the key thing is, and you can look at it, like I put in, in the book, I, I went to look at time periods of very high immigration. Because I thought, okay, I'm going to address this argument that immigrants displace American workers and leave the nation worse off. Just like they say that – they used to say that machines would displace workers Such and leave the nonsense. nation worse if off. If that statement were true, this, the country would be All progress is going to stop. Exactly. Right. So I looked at – I went to do some research on high periods of immigration in U.S. history, and I found other people had already done it. And one of the best studies that was ever done was by, of all people, yes, Julian Simon, the great Julian Simon, who wrote the book The Ultimate Resource, a libertarian classic. He looked at five other studies that had been done and aggregated the results and found that, guess what? (laughs) High periods of immigration allow for lower wages so that companies can get the stuff they want to get made for cheaper, and that allows the consumers to get stuff cheaper, and that allows the consumers to pass on the savings to other businesses that would not have even been able to have been created. Maybe that was the way it was in the past, but now today, if somebody comes in and they're going to take over a business and they they're going to they bring in immigrants. They're going to lower the the costs, but they're not going to lower the the prices. Got, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's right. Greedy, they're greedy businessmen. They're right. not going to lower their prices. They're uh, going to make more profits because they're uh, immigrants. Well, that, that's somebody who doesn't understand economics. Okay, and, and, yeah. that's just complete absolute ignorance. But that's of what economics. people believe. And then, it doesn't matter then, whether they believe it. They're they're wrong. And okay, then, and, and then the elitism of it. Even even if it, let's say they think they've got an argument. Right. Let's say their argument, they think they're not – you can't convince them. It, they, they are operating on the idea that I can tell you whom to employ, with whom you can associate. I can tell you. Yeah, everybody knows a conservative like a good central planner. And that, that's the, that's the amazing thing. We love central planner. We know what's right. And, and I know we're, we're, we're sort of jumping ahead a little bit, but, yeah. you know – that you know it's, how to organize things that you know. How many people should be able to come here and what they should be able to do. And it's I'm so crazy. You. The central planning is so insane. Right, right. All right. I got to stop because I know this is some yeah, more great stuff on, from, from Glenn's piece there. Glenn yeah. has this to say. He says, so long as the immigrant hasn't harmed another, again, answering the question of who's the victim of the so-called crime of illegal immigration, so long as the immigrant hasn't harmed another individual or violated another individual's property, who has suffered injury? Just like so many other crimes, this activity is a crime against the state and should fall into the category of victimless crime. While such activity may violate state edicts, it can hardly be considered a crime in the sense that no individual was harmed by the activity. Now, when dealing with laws restricting the movement of human beings, we should keep in mind Thomas Paine's prophetic observation that he would, uh, he that would make his own liberty secure must guard even his enemy from oppression, for if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent. That will reach to himself. Now, I've never heard that phrase, uh, that uh, particular uh, quote before, but that's that a sure darn, is true. That it's is awesome. a darn good one. It's another uh, rephrasing of, I would say, Pastor Mar- or Pastor Mar- or Martin Niemöller in the uh, the 1940s rephrased that into a poem as well. You know, if I first they oh, came yes, for the communists, for, yes. and they came for the trade unionists, and then they they came for me, and there was no one left, no one left to stand up. Yeah. So yeah, it's so true that you have to stand up for other people's freedom, even the freedom of people whom you find distasteful, and if you don't. 
the government people will come round to you. Maybe they're not picking on you right now. Maybe they're not going after your business or they're not going after your family or your your preferred hobbies or recreational uh, activities and that sort of thing. But just give them time. It, it, something that I'd like to address and something that, that Glenn and I discussed when he was uh, going to be putting this, this piece together and a little bit afterwards, um, I find it disturbing how easily people in the populace can fall into this royal we concept. Mm. Well, they're uh, taught it from day one. Yes. Uh, and you, boy, did you hit it. And, and it, for example, if you're listening to School Sucks podcast, I mean, Brett does a fantastic job. You guys do a great job addressing how difficult it is for people to understand that, like I was saying before, we did not go to the moon. Mm-mm. I didn't go to the friggin' moon. Only a few people have. I, yeah. We did not go to Iraq. Other people went to Iraq, and they took some of my money to do it. Uh, we are not in Afghanistan, but my money's paying to have people killed in Afghanistan by a ratio of about, what is it, uh, 50 or 100 to 1, but the we, innocent people versus the so-called terrorists. Say we, it's, hard to, it's hard to prove those numbers, but I, I don't like the I don't like one-to-one. Let's continue here in a moment. We can. Uh, you're welcome to add to the conversation as well at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line hour 2 coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. Free Talk Live, and we are launching into the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. You can call in about anything, 1-800-259-9231. Coming up, uh, Guard, you had a conversation with some relatives. We will explain <laughs> how that apparently got a little hot and heavy. Uh, plus, Mark, you have something we mentioned the other night never got to. Cameras being the new gun. We'll talk a little bit more about that if we get a chance. But, of course, your calls are the primary element if you make them. Uh, to start things out this hour, for those of you just tuning in, we spent a good amount of the uh, the first hour talking about Glenn Jacobs and his recent article over at LouRockwell.com called Property Rights Liberty and immigration. And we got through a good chunk of it, the majority of it, I would say. 
and it's it's well very well written. Glenn Jacobs, also known as Kane, uh, wrestler at these uh, the wrestling ed, uh, wrestling education foundation WWE. Uh, WWE World Wrestling Entertainment, right. I think is what that stands for. Anyway, anyway, he could he could just spend a little extra time and pull, pull Glenn aside, ask him about economics, and it'll be education. Later. He is a brilliant man, yeah. and uh, we've had him on this program before in the past. I'm sure we will again in the future. He's also joins you occasionally on the Liberty Conspiracy yeah, at libertyconspiracy.com. And that's Gardner's show. But he's talking about how uh, he points out, first of all, how really nobody in this country owns property. The government owns everything. And the evidence is all over the place to prove it. Uh, And you can put it to the test simply by not paying property taxes and just waiting and seeing what happens. Uh, And so he points that out and he talks about the so-called crime of immigration. And he's discussing how it is not a real crime because, well, there's no victim. And, of course, we pointed out that some people might say, well, I lost my job. But does that mean that you were also similarly victimized by a young person who came in and took the same job, who was born in the same plot of land as you? Is it the same level of uh, victimization or is it somehow more victimization because somebody came from a different plot of land? Or that this country can't handle, um, you know, the increased uh, population. Actually, I believe the population is is decreasing in this country. It's only immigration that's keeping it, uh, Mm. you know, keeping our heads above water. Mm. However, um, you know, immigration and a growing population is actually good for the economy. But the the claim is is that oh, we've got all we can handle. This is it. Things are as crowded as they could possibly be here in America, right, and we just can't handle anything else. Decided that. So what if case. I have five kids? Am yeah. I a bad American? I mean, it's crazy. Mm. It's weird. So uh, so we'll continue with what Glenn has to say here. He's going to get into the next point about uh, the the immigration uh, zealots, the anti-immigration zealots who are demanding that something be done. He says the demanding the government do something about illegal immigration will result in bigger, more intrusive government and less freedom for all of us. Already efforts ostensibly aimed at illegal immigration undermine the ability of Americans to travel freely in our own country. In the southwest, the Border Patrol has built permanent checkpoints well inside the United States. And I believe there are some in the northern portions, by the way. Located along major major travel routes like I-35, all travelers must exit the freeway and be processed by ICE agents, including questioning and possible searches. And we've seen the videos of these things happening, and they are intimidating. These uh, these goons are—they're not just looking for so-called immigrants; they're also searching for drugs, and you know they're using every excuse they can to harass people, and likely more 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 than likely younger people and poor people, people they know they can pick on that won't go out and hire lawyers and, and actually defend themselves, that kind of thing. Uh, so uh, he he points out that. Uh, since federal agents operating in this geographic area are not constrained by the probable cause standard of the Fourth Amendment, there's no protection against arbitrary searches and seizures, even for American citizens. This fact has prompted the ACLU to declare the areas within 100 miles of Americans' borders, America's borders, as constitution-free zones. We'll continue what Glenn has to say here in a moment. Wayne is on the line, listening to WSVG in Mount Jackson, Virginia. Hello, Wayne. Hey, how are we doing tonight, guys? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, you guys are talking about you know some of the illegal immigrants where uh, a victim was tied crime. I gotta disagree with you about that one. Okay, uh, who's the victim? I come up, coming up on five years ago. I was rear-ended by an illegal Mexican, drunk, no driver's license, and no insurance. Did I his... and my insurance company had to pay hospital bills, pay out vehicles, lost time from work, all that kind of thing. You know, so there are circumstances. You know, the job deal. Yeah, they're coming over here to try to better themselves, and I can appreciate that. But, but uh, there's a system in place that they need to do it right. 
But did his crossing the border cause the harm to your car, or was it his bad driving? The actual what we're trying to look at is a government policy claiming that actually crossing the border is a crime that is doing something bad to you. Uh, his actions in the car, he could have been a legal immigrant and not yeah, had insurance. He could have been anybody, right? So it's it's really you yeah. see see what I mean. Uh, and well, the reason he, he didn't have insurance yeah. could could be uh, brought yeah, back to the fact that. If he'd have been legal and doing things the way that he should have been, just like you do and sure. I do, properly registered and insured vehicle. Well, right. maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. Right. You, if it was... you don't know. See, this is my point, though. You see, the assumption, and you know, it's no, no, uh, no hard feelings on, on you. I think, but yeah. I think if we can focus a little more closely on our argument. I think our argument still stands. The actual act of coming over the border and and moving into the United States is not what is bringing direct harm to you. It's his actions afterwards, and there are all sorts of circumstances where he could have been a legal citizen and still not had insurance. But I'd like to point out that oh, it's yeah. difficult to get insurance without a driver's license, and you can't get a driver's license if you're not legal. So it's actually the government that's disincentivizing this guy from acting in the in the way that he should. Um, you can't get the you can't get the insurance. You can't uh, you can't do right. any of this stuff because well you're not supposed uh, to be here actually if you go to the state of north carolina if you show them a social security number you can get a driver's license but you i if you're i, I don't have a mexican social security number so if i were over there illegally um then i couldn't you know show them whatever the their their version of a social security number is yeah unless i you went know. to one of their flea markets and got one of their fake numbers <laughs> so yeah. that's very possible so Wayne, you you would agree then that the actual act of coming here is not of you not a crime with uh, with a victim. But he he didn't do it properly to become established and be able to take care of everything that he was doing. But the, well, but, you understand yeah. how difficult that he, is, right? Oh yeah, I do understand that. You know, I had a friend who was uh, oh he was from Argentina, and he just absolutely couldn't stand people here here illegally because he was. He was doing it right, jumping through all Why the is it right? Here, it See, this is, right. A pro- this is a presumption that people continually make about the government's process. Why is it right to obey arbitrary demands of bureaucrats? That's the laws of our country. That's the way we were You didn't attacking. answer my question. Why is it right to obey the arbitrary demands of bureaucrats? Oh, what is it like? I'm, I'm no, no. Why I'm, is it right? You said do it the right oh, way. You kept using the term I, do it the right way. So why is it right to obey strangers who I don't even know? That's, that's the way our country was established. Did not that's answer from, my question. From the get-go. Well, let me, from the get-go. let me use that's another example from, from, from the Constitution that, and state, state's laws and things like that. There's a certain set of rules and regulations that you need to abide by. Well, let's use an example from history. Let's say there's the possibility okay. exists that this uh, that these illegal immigration laws that they have are uh, let's say that they're antithetical to the idea of human rights. It's possible, right? Let's look back and okay. in, in history and look at something else that was antithetical to human rights: slavery. At one point, it was illegal to help somebody who was escaping from slavery, but it was the right thing to do, right? Yeah, I agree. So um, in, in this case, it could be the right thing to do is to come to this country and act like you're a free person and try to, to better your life and your family and all that other stuff. And going through all their rigmarole is actually the wrong thing to do. It could be. Well, slavery was legal back at that time, and they changed it. Right. But so you until be, they do change but, it. But you, this, is what you we, this is what we've got right now. Well, wait, a minute. wait, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, you didn't wouldn't you be just, arguing that... But didn't you just say it was right to help the slaves escape from uh, from their situation? Yep. 
Yeah. But wait a minute, it, it was, was illegal to help. Well, illegal. wait a minute, it was illegal to help them. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was well, illegal, and if you were caught doing it, then you paid the penalty for it. Okay, so, but, but, that so. That was the risk that they took, and that's the risk that these people are taking coming over here illegally. But you believe and, that uh, it's wrong for people to come here and break their arbitrary laws that they've made today, today, but you believe it was right for them to break the arbitrary laws a hundred so or so years ago. Yeah, but the fuck so, you know, the change was made. If they want to change the At that time, what do you think your answer have. would have been? Had we been talking on a radio show, if, that, uh, if such a thing existed, had we been talking in a public forum of some sort back in the 1800s while uh, chattel slavery existed, and we asked you that same question, do you think that you would have said it was right at that time to assist in the escape of uh, slaves? Yeah, I'm very sure I would have. Yes, I don't think you would have because right now well, I don't know what you, you can't say what the guy would say. You're or not saying say, right now that it's, there's some there's some really interesting parallels there to think about. I want to talk to you more if you've got the time, Wayne. Can you hang on? Um, I'm thinking. Come on, stand up so I might have to jump off here right, in just a minute. But uh, appreciate the call. Thanks for the discussion. I appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Why is it right to obey the arbitrary demands of strangers? That's what we're talking about here. I don't know who the ICE people are. It's Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. It's the place to go. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And those features include our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com, and you can see it for yourself. If you're a lady listener, you can get involved over at shrine.freetalklive.com. Now, government is a wonderful thing, but you should already know that unless you weren't paying attention in the 12 years or 13 years in some cases, of government school that the government made you attend, that the government controlled, and that the government forced your parents to pay for by regularly threatening to steal their home. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. Visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. That's schoolsucksproject.com. And by the way, uh, we've been doing some School Sucks Project outreach here in public at uh, out front of the middle school in the high school recently, and it has stirred a bit of controversy really? in the Keene, New Hampshire area. We had a newspaper article written over the weekend about uh, the so-called protest <laughs> at the middle school. Uh, the middle school, of course, everything that uh, the activists do is considered a protest yes. by the mainstream media here. Even though we specifically called this an outreach event because we're reaching out to these young people and exposing them to ideas that. 
clearly some people consider very dangerous and they don't like that very much. So we're going back to the middle school tomorrow to do how, another round. How striking it is that uh, you as sovereign individuals who just want to get information out might be seen as propagandizing and threatening the minds of children. Well, whereas, it is propaganda. I mean, clearly. Oh, certainly. Absolutely. But in the eyes of uh, many people in the town, it's perfectly acceptable for the children to be locked into a building mm-hmm. for seven hours a day. And propagandized. And propagandized by a another group of people but you no no bad bad so we just finished talking with wayne a few moments ago and i wish he could have stuck around he had something to go and do but it was i think an interesting conversation because we would gotten into the issue uh, we've been talking about immigration and uh, we asked him if, if he could talk about where the harm is where's the uh, the crime and he brought up that he was rear-ended by somebody who was supposedly an illegal immigrant and of course that doesn't have anything to do with the action of crossing a, an imaginary line in the sand, the action of immigrating. That doesn't have anything to do with that being a victim uh, or that the, there being an actual crime there. That's right. the crime of somebody being irresponsible and drinking and driving and, and doing some and, damage. And, of course, we tie into it all of these other state requirements and things like that regarding driving and insurance and things like that, where if you had a private system, those would be addressed by the willing participants going into the road system and those who are running the roadways. So in this case, what he does is he ties in the fact that he got rear-ended by someone who did not attach to all these other state requirements Mm -hmm. because he was illegal to the idea of it must be bad to have illegal immigrants cross the border, which it is not bad to have illegal immigrants cross the border. It's not bad to have anybody cross any border. What's bad is to have the idea of a coercive government out there creating arbitrary rules for people to live by and enforcing them by the threat of violence. And that's why I asked him, because he kept using this kind of uh, cliché Uh, This phrase that, well, if you just do it the right way, I knew someone from Argentina who did it the right way and he doesn't like those illegals because he did it the right way and they aren't doing it the right way. And that's another way of saying that, well, I know somebody who's from Argentina who jumped through all the arbitrary hoops, paid all the fines, waited all the time and and was abused by this system. And he's upset because all the other people that have come here that, you know, these so-called illegals didn't jump through all those hoops and they didn't wait and they didn't pay the thousands of dollars to the arbitrary uh, and, and, and bow to the whims of these arbitrary bureaucrats. And that, well, that makes me upset because uh, I feel like a sucker. Because or the Argentinian guy, he feels like a sucker because he was duped into following, you know, following for the bureaucrats trap of obedience and and cash extraction from you. And and these other folks didn't really. That's all it is. It's just pure jealousy is uh, is really all it is. It's kind of it's kind of like a a fraternity. You know how they they give uh, they give people uh, wax on the fanny and make them do all kinds of crazy crazy things mm-hmm. in order to get into the fraternity you can't get in here without you getting your come butt in here whipped. without being being treated really terrible we got a pants we got to de-pants you in front of the whole school and then uh, you know spray some whipped cream on your face or some sort of crazy nonsense so that's really what it all boils down to and then the idea of course has been placed firmly into people's minds that it is right to do what is legal. It is right to jump through the hoops. Whether we're talking about uh, you know, getting your car registered, uh, or we're talking about crossing an imaginary line in the sand, or we're talking about paying federal taxes, it's yeah. right to do these things. The, the so-called, so-called war on drugs, the laws against prostitution, the, the point is that they, they don't make the very important distinction between that which is not violent, not coercive, mm-hmm. and that which is illegal. 
And these are very important distinctions. These are not the same concepts. What is illegal is not necessarily right or wrong. Sometimes um, what's illegal is actually wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, the the idea of, of, uh, you know, turning in escaped slaves. Well, I'm sorry. That's wrong. The idea of turning in your Japanese neighbors so that they can go get incarcerated out in the desert in 1942 or whatever it is. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Great example. The idea of turning in your Jewish neighbors so they can go get gassed. Yeah, Yeah, great example. World War II, uh, Jewish refugees coming to the United States, they get turned away. Not legal for them to come over Mm -hmm. here. Government wouldn't allow it. Now, uh, Yeah, they got turned away, went back to Germany, and and nearly all of them got their Those Jews needed to do what was right, and they needed to jump through the hoops, and they needed to fill out the paperwork before they could come and escape from Hitler. Right. What? And, and you know, they, they probably could have <laughs> filled out that paperwork really well from inside a concentration camp. Yeah. 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 So, uh, sorry, it just it's just nonsense. And then, and then they give political asylum to particular uh, countries. You know, some countries you could just uh, come here. If you can get here, you can stay. Like Cuba. Except they have the Coast Guard out there. They have all kinds of boats between the in the forty, uh, excuse me, the ninety miles between yeah. uh, Key West and and Cuba, mm-hmm. and making it impossible for anybody from Cuba to get over here. Yeah. If you can put your foot down on the it's beach, a big game. You can stay, but we're going to make it so you can't. It's Touchdown. Cr- Wait, hey, how weird. many? How many of the the these uh, people? And I'm going to jump to a conclusion and say that uh, Wayne was a conservative calling. Uh, how many of the conservative anti-immigration zealots? And Wayne is well, definitely not that. I mean, he had he he seemed to, no. He was seemed somewhat reasonable. He was reasonable. Could yeah, talk to him. True. I'm right. just asking. How many of the zealots, the anti-immigration zealots out there, will be saying the same? Well, you got to do what's right phraseology when it comes time to disobey the health care thing. I mean, some of them are so talking. Right. Some of them have talked about disobedience right. of the the healthcare thing. Now, I don't know if they're actually going to follow through with their disobedience because talk is cheap and action actually requires some level of gumption and, and risk. Uh, but presuming that they, that some well, a portion of these uh, conservatives actually go through with not cooperating with the uh, the healthcare requirements or the uh, the income tax, uh, I guess it's the IRS going to be enforcing it, so not filling out that part of it or or just it, it altogether rejecting the income tax. In, in protest, how many of them will be talking about, well, well, uh, well you, you didn't do what was right there, uh, Rush Limbaugh, or whatever. You need to be obeying. The, well, I mean, they, sure, it was Obama that uh, that helped pass the law and the Democrats got it through, but it's the law, so it, it is what's right. I mean, even though you disagree with it, it's r- what's right, clearly, because the law, anything that the, uh, the, the bureaucrats write down on a piece of paper is automatically right because, well, we elected them and that must mean that it's right. I mean, it's crazy. Where does the idea come from that what they do, whatever it is that they do, is right? Right. Of course, they always have the convenient excuse of saying, well, I never would have supported slavery because you weren't around back then. I might have supported slavery. It was very common uh, to support slavery back then. I mean, I would like to think I wouldn't, but I wasn't around then. How can I comment? More coming up. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website. We've got listening options there. Live streams, both a broadband and a dial-up version. You can listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live around the clock. Also, on our listen lines, which allow you to dial in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen in. Plus, our webcam is available at cam.freetalklive.com. To get all the listening options, just go to listen 
www.freetalklive.com. If you want to lose weight, there's really one of three ways to go about it. You can exercise more. You can eat less, meaning like a diet, or you can take a vitamin supplement. But I haven't been able to take, or not vitamin supplements, but uh, weight loss supplement. And many of them work, but what I found is that they almost all have stimulants in them that make you jittery and crazy and weird. And I found one. It's Lumathin Plus. It's the the ingredients in it are called Caroluma. And... You don't have to change your lifestyle in any way. You don't have to exercise, you know, go to the gym in order to make it work. Or you don't have to, not that you can't go to the gym. You don't have to change your diet, attempt to change your diet, because you'll just eat less, because it's an appetite suppressant. It's LumathinPlus.com. Go check it out. It's worked for me, and I think it can work for you, too. All right, so I want to continue here. Glenn Jacobs has written a, a piece for LouRockwell.com that I think is excellent. He's a, a brilliant guy, also a world wrestling entertainment superstar. You might know him as Kane. And he's got a few things to say that I think are pretty important about immigration. He's talking about property rights and how uh, nobody really actually owns property, and there's plenty of proof out there about that. And you know, try not paying property taxes and see what happens. See how, see how much you own your property then. So clearly the government uh, people are acting as though they own all of us. And he also discusses how uh, you know, that sort of complicates the issue of, of immigration and was asking specifically if it's a crime, if immigration is a crime, then where's the victim? And, of course, no one has been able to explain where the victim is because, well, it's not a crime in that there is no victim. And so let me just continue with what Glenn has to say. He says to believe uh, – oh, excuse me. He, then he starts talking about the, uh, the crackdown that people are demanding, that they're calling for, these so-called freedom-loving Americans calling for a police state – in order to stop so, uh, so-called illegal immigration. And he's talking about the Constitution-free zones, uh, 100 miles within America's borders, where they can set up these border checkpoints and just harass any old buddy that they want to that's passing through. Uh, he says, in addition, some of the airports in the southern portion of the country in Laredo, Texas, Tucson, Arizona, travelers are subject not only to the indignities of TSA searches, but also questioning by ICE agents about their citizenship. To believe that a government program targeting a specific group of people will not affect everyone in general is naive and contrary to history. If nothing else, the government faces the problem of determining if an individual belongs to the target group. No one, not even a government agent, has the magical ability to determine one's nationality simply by looking at him. For example, during the 1950s, an aunt of mine, a third-generation American, was denied service at a restaurant in New Mexico because she was dark-complected. And despite her French and German ancestry, it was assumed that she was a Mexican. If someone has dark skin and Hispanic features, are we automatically to assume that he is a so-called illegal alien? Likewise, what about light-skinned folks who may be here illegally? Will they simply fall through the cracks? For these reasons, the government will demand to know the legal status of everyone. In other words, it won't be up to the government to prove that one is here illegally. It'll be up to you to prove otherwise. So, sort of like in the same way, if you get caught with a bunch of cash, uh, it's not yeah. their their responsibility to prove that the cash was uh, was gained through illicit uh, me- methods. It's your responsibility to show, or and actually in some cases the court actually charged the cash with the crime. So I'm not sure how the cash can show anything. But uh, it generally is your responsibility to show, no, 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 here's all my pay stubs, this is my life savings, it's not in point of fact uh, anything that was, was taken from, uh, from a drug sale. So it's, this is common now, and of course that will be their excuse. Well, we've been doing this the whole time, the war on drugs, so now you just have to prove to us that you're a legal immigrant or that you're a, you're a legal citizen. Yeah. You can prove that, right? Yeah. There's already the precedent, so what are you complaining about? So they're going to demand the ID or the status of uh, everybody. In other words, it will be not up to the government 
Uh, it'll be up to you. That's why Senators Chuck Schumer and Lindsey Graham are proposing a biometric national ID card for all Americans. You see, the government... They've been pushing this real ID, this this yep. uh, this national ID card for years. And they're going to get it through, and they're going to get it through on this illegal immigrant issue. Because now so they've got the enemy. people's frustration with, honestly, the immigration system as it exists today. It The biggest problem with immigration in this country is the government, not the immigrants. Because the government gives out all kinds of free crap to people that come here. Actually, people that are here. People that uh, lazeabouts, people that don't do anything, whether they're from here or not. The government gives them free crap, and, and people are rightly frustrated about it. Hey, can I just mention a couple things, too? Um, and, and we mentioned a couple of these off the air. Uh, there, there are two levels, I think, um, that that need to be addressed uh, when we're talking about this immigration thing and the idea of the law is right and we shouldn't challenge the law. Uh, for those people who are unwilling to address the, the concept of bad law should be challenged – uh, maybe we could address the mythology that the law that is out there now is constitutional. Uh, and, and this is just a, a quick point. This, this, this police state that is being created, mm-hmm. for those people who are conservatives, and I mentioned this to my relatives today, the very, the very same thing that Glenn has in this piece. This is exactly where the conservatives have been warning us we should not be going. Uh, don't take the mark of the beast, a national ID card. And yet, what do you have? <laughs> Who's you have, calling for it? Yeah, you have people like Michael Savage and people like Sean Hannity and all these other people that the supposed you know, Christian right wing listens to. And my mom was a born-again Christian. She said, you know, don't take the mark of the beast. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Don't get a national ID. What are they doing? They're praising the idea of a biometric national ID. And what is if, it not the a, mark of the beast if the government's trying to keep out the illegals from Jesus' well, this homeland. Is the thing. Now, so, so what we need to do is, is and you know, Jesus came over here, Mark. Yeah, well, <laughs> and what we need to do, Jesus gave the Constitution to George Washington. Well, what we need to do is, is you know, heartfully implore these people to step back for a second and say, okay, look, if we can't convince you that open borders is economically good, if we can't convince you that uh, the libertarian idea of challenging bad law is 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 beneficial, then at least we can ask you this. Do you want to create the very thing that you warned us against by having the government invade all businesses, fining them if they're employing the wrong people because they don't have the right ID card, screwing up families' lives because they can't get their their paychecks because their ID is missing? And if we can't convince you on moral and ethical grounds, let's ask you this. Please tell me. Where in the Constitution, as I've mentioned with you guys here before and I mentioned all the time at Liberty Conspiracy, where the power is granted, you pro-constitutionalist folks out there, please cite for me the power granted to Congress to control immigration. Uh, it uh, is general general welfare there. clause. General welfare. Exactly. It is not there. It's not. Uh, the general you, welfare you clause. Can't, it's, it's totally it's right bogus. There. It's right there. This Congress, is for my welfare. We've got to stop these immigrants from coming here and, and I'm going to take that card, that national ID. And isn't it funny, because here are supposedly strict constructionist constitutionalists who, who would decry and deride anyone clause, who used yeah. that general welfare argument. And yet they'll say, what else do they have, they'll right? say, well, there's this, there's that. And then finally they'll say, but you see, 
And and by the way, folks, you can look it up. The only place where Im- immigration is mentioned has to do with slaves, and it's in the, in the original 13, col- 13 states, and it has to do with 1808 and had to do with whether or not slaves could come into the original migration, 13 not states. Not immigration, migration. Yeah, and it's migration. Thank you very much. I've got it all in my book, too. But right. the thing about it is that all the other states, it was supposed to be slave state, free state, fl- slave state, free state with the Great Compromise, right? Okay. Why would they do that? If in the Constitution, Congress could just say, well, you know, we're not going to allow slaves to come into this state. It's because Congress only could control it in the original 13 states. It only went up to 1808. And if you look at other things historically, great examples, please listen, everybody. If you look at the state of Texas, when it entered the Union, it actually didn't get its state constitution done until after it entered the Union. They had a Bureau of Immigration in their constitution Mm. in the 1860s. Why would they do that if it were a federal purview? Because it wasn't. It was not until 1875 when the Supreme Court made a bad decision and shifted it over to Congress. So for those people who argue that we've got to have the the federal government getting involved, well, guess what? If you are one of these strict constructionists, it's not supposed to get involved. It's a state issue. And please don't tell me that uh, we're not a nation unless we have our sovereign borders protected. Well, guess what? The founding fathers saw it differently. Let's continue here. 800-259-9231, because they didn't have any protections. Not on immigration. Uh, So they must not have had a nation, then, by that definition. Uh, More on the way here. Your calls as well. A little more from Glenn Jacobs coming up. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever is on your mind. Just dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it is Ian with you. And Gart. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where the features are free. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping over at amazon.freetalklive.com. You'll be able to buy in all kinds of different categories, dozens of categories, used items even, if you want to go that direction. You can go to amazon.freetalklive.com to get your shopping done. How soon do you want to start teaching the ideas of liberty to that child that's special to you? I figured I couldn't start soon enough with my son Jack. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children, and I read it to him all the time. It's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. Its simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on any page will make it one of any child's favorites. And it really is one of his favorites. He, he drags it around, brings it to me, and, and now he, he calls it Libby because he really can't say an island called Liberty. So he calls it Libby, <laughs> Libby. And uh, is all you have to do to get yours is go to freemarketunderdog.com. You can see some sample there, samples there and order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with the coupon code FTL, an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. You should buy them for all your friends' kids, too. 
All right, so the number here again, 800-259-9231. A few more thoughts here from Glenn Jacobs about the crackdown on the so-called illegal immigrants, which is actually, in point of fact, going to be a crackdown on everybody's freedom, and how it is that people don't realize the significance of this. I don't get it. They're so blinded by their, their, their hatred for these people that they've been programmed to, uh, to hate because, well, the government loves to have enemies for people to hate because, well, if people are busy hating uh, the communists or they're busy hating the terrorists or they're busy hating the immigrants, then they can't be busy up being upset about what the government is doing. Mm. So it's always very important for the government to have a national enemy. Whether it be the Japs or, again, the communists, whoever. There's got to be a national enemy because, well, then otherwise people might figure out that their enemy really is the government. That the people calling themselves government are the the real enemies. And I'm not suggesting that they need to be dealt with in some sort of violent manner. I'm just saying that that if people were able to to realize these things about the coercive monopoly that is the government, maybe they'd start coming up with some ideas to actually do something about it rather than continually begging it for favors and begging it to try to sculpt uh, sculpt the world than the way they think is is appropriate. And really, that's what it comes down to, is people's desire to control others, people's desire uh, to impose their belief system by the threat of violence using the government uh, to, to, to tell others what to do, how to behave, what not to do. Anyway, he points out that uh, apparently there's now a proposal on the table in Washington, D.C., to, uh, for a biometric national ID card for all Americans. So we heard about real ID. That was proposed years ago, but that was during the terrorism scare, and I guess Americans weren't scared enough of terrorists to, uh, to embrace that. But uh, maybe they'll embrace this one since they're so afraid of immigrants now. Anyway, you can see, as uh, Glenn Jacobs points out at LewRockwell.com, the government has a compelling need to know who you are, to put your information into another database, and to determine if you're eligible to work here. De facto work permits for Americans in America? Nice. I'm sure it would never cross the mind of any politician to turn off the work permits of his political enemies. The answer to the immigration debate is the same as it is to all other issues. More freedom, not more government. Instead of asking the government to crack down on immigration, we should recognize that it is government programs and interventions that are the problem and demand that government cease these activities. Unfortunately, while recognizing the problems that government causes in so many other areas, many folks, especially conservatives, apply a double standard when it comes to immigration. For example, while conservatives rightly blasted Obamacare for pointing out that it will result, or pointing out rather, that it will result in the nationalization of the health care system, these same people lament how immigrants are destroying our hospitals. They're not our hospitals. They are, or at least should be, private businesses, which should be able to exclude anyone from receiving their services, but are restricted from doing so by government edict. Likewise, we hear that immigrants are overwhelming the public education system, yet conservative icon Ronald Reagan advocated disbanding the Department of Education and, at a federal level anyway, getting the government out of the education business. But who in, the, in their, their so-called small government movement, these Tea Partiers, who is proposing that? Right. Ron Reagan certainly didn't do anything about that. And who's proposing it today? Nobody. Nobody is doing it. It's just, they're taking our welfare. They're taking... Well, why don't you talk about ending welfare? When you, when you ask him that question, frequently the answer will be, 
Well, we can't. You can't stop that. Welfare's too thoroughly entrenched. You can't stop it. But they understand that the state works in a progressively larger fashion, so they can grow the state to be more violent, more intrusive, more expensive by growing the apparatus that enforces the immigration laws. Like, these small government people understand that it's easy to grow the government, so they're willing to do it in that area. They're not going to concentrate on shrinking the government like they talk about. They're going to concentrate on growing it in the area that they know that they can grow. It's really an admission. It's a it's a tacit admission that uh, their whole small government. Uh, re- uh, the, so right. Yeah, the the, uh, the the terms that they use, the cliches that they throw about, are really nothing more than that because they don't actually believe they can achieve it. They don't believe that they can achieve small government because otherwise they'd be out there advocating for it, and they're not. That's an excellent point. Right. So anyway, the uh, he points out that it's the it, the government that is creating a lot of these problems. When you empower the government to do something, the government often ends up using these powers in ways you don't foresee or intend. I hear a little Harry Brown in that statement, uh, and it may end up using these powers against you. In the preface to her novel, novel anthem, Ayn Rand lambasted socialists for not recognizing or taking responsibility for the consequences of the policies they advocated. They accept, she said, when they find themselves in a world of bloody ruins and concentration camps to escape the moral responsibility by wailing, but I didn't mean this. As the United States continues its war on immigration, the government is building the infrastructure for a police state, internal checkpoints, national ID cards, work permits. When we wake up in that police state, will the anti-immigration crowd be crying, but I didn't mean this. Well, I think that um, well, part, partly, partially what the, the populist movement here is, is that whether they, they mean to or not, is that they understand that they're essing in their bed um, in this situation. Look, I don't care what I really don't care what happens to the United States of America in 50 years. If it goes to heck, I'm leaving. And that's what most of them say to themselves. Look, I just want to make as much money as possible here, and I can do that by uh, you know, constricting the labor market and therefore driving up the prices of labor, mine included. And if it destroys the nation, turns it into a police state, fine. Me and mine will move to uh, B- Bolivia or wherever the, Very the, presumptuous. the free place is. Oh, it is. Presuming they'll it's, let you leave. It's a disgusting, evil thing to say. I don't care what happens to other people and their yeah. children. Just what happens to me and mine is disgusting. It's very common, though. But and this is but this is what happens when you get government policies in there. And you know, we mentioned this about terrorism. Supposedly, the government represents all the people, and it, it pits us against each other. And you say, you know what? If you're gonna you're gonna crap in your bed, that's my bed too that you're crapping in. And I'm gonna get out of here because it's gonna start stinking. I'm leaving. And goodbye, good riddance, and enjoy trying to deal with what you're going to deal with. It, 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 there's, a, there's an interesting thought that, that occurred to me, and I mentioned it once in a podcast a while back where I, was, I said, if you believe you live in the land of the free, right, you know, the home of the brave, land of the free, right, well, are you free if you have to ask permission Mm-mm. to leave? If you, if you actually have to go up to someone, you're going to get aboard a plane, Right now, there are some ways you can get out. You could drive. You could you could take a boat or something like that. You can still get out. But as far as government policy goes, and as far as many functional ways to get out of the country are concerned, are you are you a prisoner or are you not? Because if Seems you clear to me, yes, if you need to ask someone else's permission to leave, you exist at their preference. Exactly. If they won't give you a passport, if they won't give you your visa or whatever, exactly, then you are guarded. 
and it, it is up to them whether or not you are you are going to go. And so, therefore, you can't consider yourself just like free. A, just like a big plantation. Yes, yeah, just like Stefan Molyneux said. You know, yeah. the irony, uh, of course, Mark, about what you were talking about with the, the so-called uh, conservative or the, the so-called freedom-oriented conservatives that are talking about how they're going to leave – if things get uh, get so bad, they're going to milk the uh, the country for what it's worth, mm-hmm. and then and then take off. Well, I don't uh, think, they think that they, they're saying that. I'm just saying that that's what the that's what the incentivization is here in this uh, sort of populist democratic uh, society that's created. That well, we the, have. the delicious irony of that is, if someone were to believe that and and do that, then they would get to be what feel what it's like to be an immigrant. Because <laughs> then they'd perfect. have to they'd have to be that's immigrating in, into another uh, plantation. That's However, right. You'd probably immigrate to a, a better plantation, right? Well, you know, and you, you don't you always hear these arguments of like when i was speaking with my aunt and uncle today and during the break everybody i told ian and mark i'm like oh geez am i check my email i'm getting more emails from them about immigration and yeah and, and then they're like well you know the united states is still the best country it's still the best country and so on and they tell themselves this as all around them they can see and they're like well barack obama is really bringing it down it's like do you understand that george bush was obama part one mm-hmm. i mean and before that was was Bill Clinton, and he was terrible. I mean, you ah. want to tell us more about your conversation with the, these oh, yeah, folks? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gardner's uh, talk with his family here in a moment, 800-259-9231, and your calls are welcome about whatever you want. Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Guard. And Mark. Gardner joining us from LibertyConspiracy.com. Head over there, get more of Guard and his podcast, LibertyConspiracy.com. Our website is FreeTalkLive.com. That allows you to actually influence the stuff we will talk about on the air you can go and submit different show prep suggestions from across the interwebs, uh, su- submit news articles, videos, blog posts, whatever it is that you think is pretty cool. You submit it to the website. Other listeners will vote and determine whether or not they think it's pretty cool. And if so, if they vote uh, enough and often enough, then that particular item will make it to the top and the front of our website at freetalklive.com. And it's free, just like all the features on our website, unlike those other talk shows that want to charge you for accessing their sites, ours is free. So enjoy over at freetalklive.com. Now, Gardner, we've been yes, talking sir. about immigration here tonight. Uh, we read a great article from Glenn Jacobs available over at lewrockwell.com. And uh, you apparently have been in discussions with some family members recently. And Mark, <laughs> you also, I think, talked to your mother uh, as well. And you guys have had some, some, I guess, interesting conversations that you wanted to relate, at least some of uh, oh, the content. Sure. Yeah, well, you know, today uh, I... Just I was over borders trying to get a few things done in their cafeteria. You went over the border. Thing. That's right. I was over the borders. <laughs> we did a skit one time about the Borders Protection Initiative with our <laughs> fake politician. He's like, I've spearheaded an initiative 
to protect our borders. Really, what will it do? It will outlaw Barnes & Noble in the Philippines, the Guam, and the United States. Because I like borders better. And this competition, anyway, so I'm in there, I'm in the cafe, and I'm, you know, I've got my chocolate chip, and 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 they happen to come up from Massachusetts. They crossed our borders uh. here. <laughs> so, uh, they, this is an aunt, aunt and uncle. Yeah, my aunt and uncle. Yeah, my my mother's brother and his wife. And uh, so, so they're, uh, you know, they're talking to me, and I can't seem to get them to understand. And were they meeting you there, or just happened to su- we run just into bumped you? into each other? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and uh, so I can't seem to get them to understand uh, on two issues. One is the supposed war on terror and the Islamic threat that they see. And they continually say, and I've mentioned it here before, just briefly, I'll I'll mention what they're saying because I can't get them to understand. They're saying, I said, so what are the Islamic terrorists trying to do? Well, they want to bring down America. Okay, what does that mean? Well, you know, they want to destroy us. Okay, you're just rephrasing it in a different way. What does that mean? Well, you know, they want to they they want to take over. They want to make everybody Islamic. <laughs> oh, I see. And you know, and I, how it, will it they just, do that? Yes, and and so how will they do that? They have no invading army. They have no air force. What are they going to do? These are terrorist attacks. What? How is that going to bring down America? Well, you can't you see, ask too. You can't ask too many questions of these people because they it, don't actually have a firm understanding of these issues or a belief system that backs well, it up. They yeah, just have yeah. talking points that they've heard and, through and, emails and, 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 and things and like that. For a little while, you you sort of feel like you're on ice in the winter time, and you're sort of getting there. You're like, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm almost to the bus. I'm almost there. Okay, so then. She says, well, they, you know, they're going to and then her mind switches gears. They're going to get everybody to convert to Islam. Well, oh, if, I see. If so Islam by, is such an attractive religion that everybody would want to convert to it if exposed to it, then what the heck is the problem? Well, this is the thing. I said, so by killing Americans, they're making a great case to convert to Islam. They're making friends. I say, like, do you understand that you, you've got these opposing ideas yeah. in your head? And she wouldn't – she didn't get it. And then they're talking about the immigration thing. What she like really means, uh, 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 you know, just speaking from what I believe that I hear, yeah. is that they're going to breed like cockroaches. Come on. You get them over <laughs> here, and they're going to have six babies apiece. And uh, what are you going to do with that? We're Americans, real Americans – Real Americans, you know what I mean, are not, we aren't having babies, but like 1.2 babies per couple. So Right, so they're going to come over here, and then they're going to have a bunch of babies, and then they're going to take over the government. This was the same thing they said gonna, about the Catholics, uh, you know, 100 years ago, 75 years and ago. And Mark, they'll have babies with our women. And then they're going to take over That's... the government, and then they're going to force their Sharia law on everybody, and then they'll force you to be a. a I got to be a board that you know, said exactly that. This is the kind of stuff, and then <laughs> well, you right, got... because well, but now yeah. the reason why that would fly, right, is because that they're very law-abiding citizens. So of course, if they legitimately won elections and took over and imposed their Sharia law, well, the right thing to do, as we determined earlier, would be to obey. I mean, clearly, it's the right thing to do to obey all the law. So these people are scared that they'll come in, use the system to take over the yeah, system, and yeah. then enforce some new set of diktats on them that they won't like. But 
they'll do it anyway because, well, it's the law, and so therefore, it's a, you know, even though we disagree with it, it must be right to obey the Sharia law if it was legitimately uh, elected. I mean, there if they, they elected their yeah, Sharia law it. people that's and it. they force it on all of us, then clearly we have to obey it. Isn't so that where they're coming that's from? It. That's it. If they get because the they would con- never consider they not obeying. If they get the power, if those radical Islamists get in charge of the government, then they'll turn us all into this. I'd like to point out that the radical Islamists don't actually have control of the government in most of the places that they'll point out. That's right. um, t- the Taliban uh, only had control briefly in um, Afghanistan, and now they're essentially – there's only a few thousand of these people. Uh, the, the Wahhabists are tolerated by the Sauds um, in Saudi Arabia. They don't actually control the government the government just doesn't care because so many of the the government just wants the oil but mark yeah. don't you understand and, that people are going to but in the places like turkey and egypt and, and things like that where they actually have real governments um well that those people aren't in control there well they you don't, know women don't have to walk around in, in paper bags and you know it's funny because when you're in a when you're in a talk radio situation it's very easy to just let off my steam you know like this is so frustrating to turn it into something constructive. You know, I, I hopefully I, I try to study this mentality and sure. say, how can we as freedom loving people try to convince these people? And maybe some of them are listening right now. And, you know, I don't want to be harsh, but it just drives me out of my mind. It's so yeah, it's, frustrating. And it and it's it's it. Uh, and and then you got the immigration, thing. especially when it's people you care about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, and I try to explain. I'm like, look, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a. It might sound argumentative, but I'm not. It's not a personal dislike or anything like right. that. But you know, here we got to sort of bat these things but around. But that's how co- politics has turned. It is yeah, that's right. how politics is right. because politics is the, uh, the 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 business of using a coercive organization, the it's government, perfectly stated. to get what you want. And so I can want immigrants in this country. You cannot want immig- and immigrants now we're in this enemies. country. Now and we're we have arguing. to be we're imi- angry. enemies yes. because, in fact, we are. Uh, be- the the law says that we must use the same apparatus to get what we want. You can't just say, "Ain't no immigrants coming on my property." I shoot them, um, and I can't say, "Welcome immigrants, come have dinner with me," or whatever, mm-hmm. because we don't actually have sovereign control of our own property. The government does, and the government is there like it's like a gun in the room. And what are you going to do if you've got 20 people in a room and there's one gun I mean, everybody's gonna say holy crap there's a gun in here we can't let the other guy have the gun right, and right. they're all gonna you know, suddenly it changes the whole dynamic yeah you know before Perfect. you go on with the immigration uh, yeah, portion of sure, the, the discussion sure. i just I, i've That's just been you're thinking in the room we couldn't just leave the room I, I, i've just been thinking about this idea that the reason why americans are so afraid of the they're gonna come here and they're gonna take over and they're gonna enforce their sharia law on us the reason why they're so afraid, as I pointed out, is because they're so pathetic. Because Americans are so sadly obedient. They'll go along with whatever comes of, oh, we hate this Obamacare, but we're too scared to do anything besides go ahead and jump through the hoops. So <laughs> can you sign me a poly- uh, uh, pu- uh, I'm going to uh, sign a petition. Yeah, that's right. We're going to go to a rally. Uh, now, you know, that's all yeah, they've got. Yeah. And, and I'm, just, I'm just imagining, you know, were they to actually get control? I mean, Mark, you pointed right. out that in these other countries they don't have control. But were they to actually be successful in this, this uh, scary scenario that everybody's so afraid of? Can you imagine American women going ahead and putting on some burkas? I mean, they oh, man, we sure don't like doing this, but we can't even speak out now because of Sharia law. So we'll just be quiet and we'll quietly put on our burkas. I mean, they, they won the election. Uh, that's just the system. It's the law. Yeah. When I was a kid, my dad used to say, guard lex mala lex nulla. 
And I was my like, dad what, said that what do you too. mean? Yeah. And he'd say, he'd say, <laughs> he'd say, he'd say bad law is no law. Mm. And if you look at it, all law, all law is predicated. The existence of government is predicated on theft in order to exist. There's more it must up. take from you. So it's bad law. 800-259-9231. But it's good law if it comes from America. It's Free Talk Live. In the decades to come, hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1, the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series, is coming this July for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com. Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Guard. And Mark. Inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. Our webcam is one of those features. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com, and you can interact with our other listeners, because not only can you watch and listen to the show on our webcam, but you can also chat at the same time. As our chat room is built into the same page, and due to popular demand, we have gone back to the old chat client. Uh, some people don't like it. We can't make everybody happy. I don't like it. You don't like the older one? You don't like the one we've currently got? Yeah, I don't like the current one. Yeah, apparently it's breaking your web web browser or something it's like that. too much that. for my computer to handle. Uh, but, you know, we're back to it. You can use the newer one, which is uh, a, a lesser... Uh, it is not as burdensome on your computer that's still an option for you it's in the, the help file there on the cam page but go to cam.freetalklive.com and enjoy the free uh, free webcam audio sounds great the picture looks fantastic thanks to sam over at obscuredtruth.com for hooking us up with some uh, some great help with the lighting department here and it's all free so head on over to cam.freetalklive.com and get interactive MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. Oh, by the way, they bring you the webcam, MemoryDealers.com. That's right. Uh, the optical transceivers include SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, Zenpacs, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They are your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. Remember, MemoryDealers.com. All right. The toll-free number again is 800-259-9231. As we continue here, you're welcome to dial in and bring up whatever you want. But we've been talking about a little family interaction here that you had, Gardner, yeah. uh, with uh, your aunt and uncle. Recently, good, they good folks. You happened to encounter them at a local bookstore and got into discussion. Number one about uh, uh, what was it, terrorism. Uh, yeah, terrorism, and uh, then about immigration. Immigra- then about yeah. immigration. So let's move to the immigration side of the uh, the discussion. What, sure. what happened there? Uh, well, the immigration side of it, uh, they were talking about how great it is what Arizona's doing, and 
and uh, how ridiculous it's it is. It's great that, the- that they're going to check IDs of any old buddy they want to, there any old time, because yes. that's what America's founded on. And that the federal government was not doing its job mm. and things like that. And and I said, well, you know, you're both Christian people, and what do you think about having a government? <clears throat> and supposedly you believe in small government. The arguments we were making in the last hour, you know, you believe in small government, uh, and yet you want the federal government to do this. You want to decrease the size of government in so many other areas because you say the federal government is crappy and it doesn't know what it's doing, and yet you want Barack Obama and his pals or whatever president comes after them Mm -hmm. to take care of the border for God's sake. Like, okay. Would Jesus, I mean, if if this, this Christian things always interests me because I, I don't understand the Christian stance. So easy to corner them as it is uh, pertains to government. Yeah. Who would Jesus keep out of the country? Who would Jesus force to stay in a, stay in a third world cesspool? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what point. Jesus would do? Because Christians point. are Christ-like. The ones that aren't Christ-like are the Antichrist, as spoken about in uh, the Revelations. Just read the book. Look, I'm not, claim- I'm not calling not you Antichrists. Christian. The guy who wrote Revelations is. Mm, yeah. So read your book, the so one you claim the, is the truth, the ones that- and you will realize that this government here, the United States of America, is Antichrist. So you're saying that a, a good Christian is somebody, but you're saying by their own uh, terms, is somebody who attempts to emulate Christ, but Christ-like. Uh, that's what not Christian just, means. But so it's not just somebody who has uh, accepted him as their savior, because that's typically what you hear is, well, you can be a Christian, you just have to accept. There's Christ been a as your lot savior. of amendments to the uh, Christian rules in the last mm-hmm. two thousand in year two thousand years, but. Christians are supposed to act like Christ. They're supposed mm. to be loving. loving, forgiving. Right. They're supposed to believe that God has the world in his hands and he can control that. All you're supposed to do, Mr. Christian, is act loving. God will take care of the rest. You don't need to stand on the border with a machine gun calling yourself a minute man, shooting anybody who comes across, enforcing the laws uh, put together by men. Mm. You're supposed to obey the laws of God. And God said to love your neighbor as yourself. This that is stinking awesome. bigots. That's excellent. Um, I mean, what else can you say? So, what Mark did you say to the uh, the aunt and uncle about the Christian? You said uh, you were Christian. Yeah, so. you know, and I, I talked about the mark of the beast and all these sorts of things. And I said, look, you know, wow, um, yeah. And I said, look, you know, you you are creating the police state that you fear. Your your fears of immigrants, your lack of understanding of free markets, and your as Mark says, you're, you're, you're. I didn't say this this explicitly, but I said, you know, you're not embracing the Christian ethic in this in any way whatsoever, and you are now. And I told them about a number of bills, like the the biometric, uh, you know, the data thing that mm-hmm. they want and ID card, national yeah, ID, and uh, and instead of addressing the point she's just going back and saying well our enemy is barack obama and you know <laughs> he's going to destroy this country and and it, you just can't it's very difficult now they've got it's an it's not enemy. a mark guard it's a card right see they've got an enemy in the white house now and and if they can show that he's not doing a good job on the borders then that helps them get their guy in and get what they want done it is. It, it's very difficult. Um, I just said, look, you know, I was going to give him a copy of my book. I have one left, mm-hmm. and I was going to give him give him the copy. And one it, left and, in your possession, but listeners could go to Amazon.freetalklive.com and order "Live Free or Die" by Gardner yes. Goldsmith. Thank you. It, thanks. Yeah, it's just that you know, it's got it all written down in there about the immigration thing, and you know, we said it in the last hour, so I don't really need to repeat it. But I just said, look, you guys are very strict constitutionalists. Uh, at least you say you are, and. 
you're undercutting your very arguments by doing this. You know, a lot of the arguments that you guys made. And, and I think if I had been able to have Mark next to me saying what he just said, it would have been great. You know, um, it gives, I probably shouldn't have followed up with stinking bigots. It's <laughs> no. not really any way to but, get anybody on your side. But it, it's, <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's very frustrating. And, and it is. Yeah. It, it, I, it, it, the thing that really bothers me is that it's, it's, it's really starting to pit and, and get many Americans into a mindset that is quite xenophobic. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's reaching a very, very bad level now. And, um, it's taking over the whole Tea Party movement. Um, the Tea Party movement is now a mixture of anti-immigrants and reduced government uh, bureaucracy and taxation and and bailouts. That's essentially and support Israel or whatever you know, fight terrorism. That's that's essentially what the, what the Tea Party is, and that's not the way it started, as we know. And and these people think that they are they are the radicals. They are. They are really cutting to the chase. So anyway, that's that's They're pretty radical. much all I have to say about it. it it's just well, they are radical in that they want to treat human beings like dogs and uh, cage them and uh, you know reject them from their their uh, this place and treat them just awful. I why, think that's pretty radical. Here's a question: Why is it that people who supposedly believe in Christianity and you know whatever you know religion to them religion is for them it's their personal salvation in many cases. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is it that they have to put government above God in in most cases? They need government. They need to have government telling people what to do or what not to do. They can't just trust their religion and their free association with others. They've got to do exactly that which the Bible says you should not steal from people and coerce people through government Mm. in order to ensure that people aren't stealing and coercing from each other. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Juicy Juice, creators of the Juicy Juice Brain Development and Juicy Juice Immunity Fruit Juice Beverages. For more information, visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to staying healthy, the digestive system is a great place to start. It's 70% of the immune system. Look for kid-friendly foods that are high in fiber, like popcorn and yogurt. Prebiotic fiber helps the good bacteria in the gut flourish, while simple sugars like high-fructose corn syrup only help the bad, leading to bloating and discomfort. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are for free, so enjoy those. And those features include archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're right there on the front page of, uh, of our website. And you can click back into the podcast, go all the way to 2009, beginning of 2009, free at freetalklive.com. Coming up in just uh, just over a couple weeks here, June 24th through the 27th, it's going to be the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2010. 
the beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire, Rogers Campground. Just called today to uh, double-check on the campsite, make sure that everything was all squared away, uh, and it's going to be a, a great time. Guard, you're going to be up there at some point during yeah. the weekend, as I understand it. And, of course, Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live, so I hope that you'll take some time out and sit I down wait. Sit down with us from our live broadcast. Uh, and I think you're going to be hosting – are you going to be a judge at the uh, – the, yeah. what did they call it? The pork uh, no, Soapbox Idol. Soapbox Idol. It's going to be a blast. La- same judges as last year. Now, what was it last year? For our listeners that don't know, what oh, is Soapbox Idol? Okay, uh, well, what they do is uh, it's sort of like uh, you know a take on American Idol, except in this case, uh, people get up with a rant of X number of minutes. I don't remember what the, the limit is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, I and uh, Chris Lawless and Angela Keaton – get to be the judges and uh, apparently last year they wanted me to be the Simon Cowell character so I uh, like I was supposed to be really nasty they picked picked the wrong one for that I know I was like I'm just genetically not inclined to be nasty I'm just going to be friendly to you all the time you know so I had to sort of pretend that I was Simon I put on an accent and stuff and it was hilarious they're serving wine to us and everything and and it was funny because Angela her microphone thing kept like knocking over her little glass of wine And it would always get all over my notes, so I couldn't. It was like ripping the pages. She was also a little tipsy. It was. Uh, it was so it. funny. It Angela just Keaton, by the way, time. from antiwar.com, is who we're talking. About. Was, She'll be back this uh, yeah, this year. Yeah, it is going to be great. And I spoke to them. We'll we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I might end up doing something beforehand. It depends on the schedule. I have to work and I have to get. So I can't be up there. I really want to see you guys do the show live. Though, but we'll be there every night. Crowd. We'll be, be live awesome. every single night. There's so much going on. The best part, of course, is not the celebrities, not the people like uh, you know Michael Badnarik, who may be coming up and speaking. I don't know if he's been nailed down yet. They still have to sell some more tickets to uh, to make sure right. that he makes it there. Right. But we know that Stefan Molyneux is coming from Freedom Main Radio. To, I think he's open, doing the opening speech. I'm not positive which one it is, but he'll be up there. Gary Johnson, uh, who's the former governor of New Mexico, of just a vehement anti-drug war uh, proponent, oh, somebody who's, who is who came out of the closet against the war on drugs while he was in politically in office, and actually Dude. I think won a re-election after he came out against I mean, the the war on drugs, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, he'll be there giving the closing speech, and uh, Mark Stevens from MarkStevens.net oh, is yeah. scheduled. I believe they've sold enough tickets, or they're really close to selling enough tickets to uh, to get Mark Stevens up there for a, a day long seminar about adventures in legal land and dealing with the insane judicial system and some interesting tactics. So he's going to be there. So the the celebrities are great, but the real reason to come up is the people, just the regular folks that are going to be there. Who are and so many of them are are uh, superstar activists, celebrities in their own right. Uh, people that you hear about on this radio program, the activists that are up here putting their freedom on the line, in some cases in civil disobedience, or getting out there and breaking new ground in the political uh, arena, like they just recently, a, a free stater put forth a, a piece of legislation in New Hampshire that legalized all knives, except for felons. But uh, if you want to carry a switchblade... No, I think that felons can... Felons can carry knives now? I didn't realize that. Yeah, you, I, I couldn't have a sword cane. But you could carry a switchblade? Uh yeah, I, I don't see oh, why that's not. That's great. Well, yeah. and anyway, legalized all knives. So I mean, so there've been some wonderful successes up a, here. I can't have a uh, a bag with marbles in it. You'll be able to meet all kinds of <laughs> interesting people. Billies? Is that what they call that? You'll be I able guess, to camp yeah. out with them. You'll right. be able to camp out, uh, hang out, uh, recreate in various different ways. Family events, everything from family events to big, uh, uh, big gay buzzes dance party or buzzes big gay dance party. Yeah, Osborne's going to be up. It's, Jason Osborne from Sakel CAI. It's my understanding there. there's an '80s dance party going on too. Oh, yeah, wow. so all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, scavenger Hike, hunt, hikes. Yeah, wow. so. Shooting. 
So go to porkfest2010.com to get registered. P-O-R-C. That's pork with a C. Porkfest2010.com. Not too late. Uh, last number I saw, 499 people registered for this year. Of course, there's still a couple more weeks to get registered in advance. If you don't do it in advance, you can still buy a ticket the, uh, you know, the day of that you happen to come up. And as I also understand it, that 499 number is more this year than was registered previously last year. And we still have a couple weeks to go. So it's going to be a record-setting event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Porkfest2010.com. Get signed up. We'll see you there. Let's go to your phone calls and talk to Wayne listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Wayne. You're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I'd I'd just like to know if one thing that the government gets involved in that turns out good. Well, I it, it's it's a tough question to answer. Um, and basically, I love asking that same question to other people. There are things the government's managed to do better than other things. Um, for you inst- mean other things the government has done, right? Other things the and government there, has done. And I there mean, are things nobody that you'll can screw see, up something like the government. And there there are things that you'll see the government can do that would look immediately good, but you won't be able to see what could have happened if the government had not already taken things from people in order to get that good thing. The seen and the unseen, as exactly. it is called. Exactly. That's one of the key problems of government programs. Do you have an answer to your own question, Wayne, or were you just asking us? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I built a house, and, and uh, I paid, made payments on it for three years to find out I got to carry flood insurance. My flood insurance is $5,300 a year. Woo! Oh, well, man. Well, yeah. How can anybody, how can that even be justified with 53, uh, that's more than health insurance. Yeah, it won't be that's crazy. Once, once they pass the law that everybody's got to have health insurance, it won't be cheaper than uh, health insurance. But, oh, yeah, that'll I mean, drive it up. It, it, it's just everything they do backfires. I mean, they, mm-hmm. yeah. they passed that law years ago, clean air, where that all the manufacturers had to, the Clean Air Act, which it caused everybody to move overseas, but yet the United States is the only one trying to do anything with the ozone. Your, your statement the is United correct. United States can't be the only one to do it. Wayne, you're, you're absolutely spot on here tonight, and that is that the government uh, creates unintended consequences when it does something. Uh, frequently, when a government program is created, it, very, it never stays uh, in its original intentions, the bureaucrats are constantly trying to expand its purview, expand its funding, expand the things that it uh, that it does. And uh, and as you know, the government is always inefficient at what it does because it doesn't have the appropriate market signals. It doesn't have the market incentives like other organizations, whether they be private charities or private businesses or individuals operating on their own. These are people who have incentives because, well, they can't expect the money to come in like the government does. So uh, another way to ask the question that you're asking, and Harry Brown did this during his uh, presidential campaign in the year 2000 when he would travel around uh, to different places speaking to people. He would ask them this question. He would say, what's your favorite government program? And people would think and they think and they think and they think. And even if they could come up with one, he'd then ask them something like this. Well, would you be willing to trade your favorite government program to get rid of the income tax? Like, if you could get rid of all the crap government nonsense, because most people, they, they couldn't think of an answer to the question. And if they did come up with something, with something like, you know, the National Weather Service. NASA. Or NASA, which NPR. is on its own, in its own right, you know, wasteful and bloated and awful. Uh, so, so what's your favorite government program is a good way to ask that question. That'll get people really cranking and trying to think, well, hmm, 
Do I like any government program? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I can't think of any. Yeah, exactly. So I hope that answers your question. Yes. Right. Good night, and I love you all show. Thank Wayne, you. we're glad you're out oh, nice. there. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Call uh, WVTS and thank them uh, for airing the week uh, the weekday version of the show, because they're only taking an hour of our weekday show, and we sure would like them to take all three hours. <laughs> and uh, Dave Evans over there is a great program director, and I'm sure he'd appreciate hear- hearing from you. So, um, Wayne, I, I wanted to uh, you know talk really briefly about sort of the government's ability to, to run a program well. And how about NPR, Gardner? This is the best yeah. success story I can come up with for government is that, well, they managed to, to make this national public radio thing, and now it's funding itself only 10% by the government. <laughs> 90% of it comes from donors like you. And it seems to me they put out a pretty good product, and I think that they could probably just do away with that last 10%. If the government just pulled the, the rug out from underneath them, they'd, they'd stay in business. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. Give it a test. We'll That's come back with more. Do. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Even in these remaining moments, there's enough time for your call at 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Guard. And Mark. Join us online. Freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those. And if you like this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to promote the show. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Now, we just suggested to Wayne uh, a moment ago that he call his local talk radio station and thank them because there are 79 uh, radio transmitters that we air on from coast to coast, some uh, very uh, trailblazing radio stations picking up uh, this unusual program that just doesn't fit the typical talk radio mold. Good on them, and they uh, hopefully will be gently encouraged by listeners like you to take more Free Talk Live because we offer a full 18 broadcastable hours every single week, Monday through Saturday. So if they currently run uh, your show in, our lo- in your local market, call them up and just thank them. You know, let them know that you appreciate it, and then ask them nice-like for, uh, for some more coverage. If you don't get the show, as most of you probably do not, uh, call your favorite talk station and uh, let them know that, that you'd like to hear some free talk live. And we've got suggestions on how to go about doing stuff like that, as well as banners that you can put up on your website and other things that you can do to promote us, like with flyering and things like that, over at promote.freetalklive.com. That's promote.freetalklive.com. Let's go to I Am Man calling from Tennessee. I Am Man, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? I How you am doing, man. man. Did we get your name right? No, no, just I man. I man. There you go. What's man. on your mind tonight, hey, I man? I was just calling. I just uh it was just good to hear some sanity on the radio. What you're listening <laughs> to the radio? Well, I I happened to hear you one night on uh in this area in, in Jackson, Tennessee. You oh, come okay. on on Saturday and Sunday. Yes, sir. We uh, certainly are. We're on the uh, the TJ network there on a cluster of four great radio stations, three FMs, one AM, and they all simulcast the same signal. And uh, thank goodness, in fact, just got news today that uh, they're going to start taking us on sa- on Friday nights for an hour as well. So uh, they well, you get a little bit more of us there uh, soon. What was on your mind tonight? Well, I, I just heard you talking about the immigration, and I say the same thing. I say let them in by the light of day. Let them leave by the light of day. Uh, I, I saw some documentary or something on Link TV showing that the fence uh, makes them stay here when about 50% of them want to 
you know, go back home. Yeah, they want to migrate. That's yeah. why they're called migrant right. and, workers. And, we're, and like you people say, you know, we're supposed to be about freedom. Yeah. That's what gets me about these people that, like you were talking about, they say they want less government, but do they really? Nope. Well, look, I, I'd like to ask y'all, you know, you say that, what is, I've only listened to y'all about four or five times now, what is your view on government? No government or... The well, government now. Now there are three people on the show here tonight, and I'll go ahead and, and field okay, that from, sure, yeah, from myself. I think you'll find that our views are similar. Uh, but uh, my view is that government is an agency of coercive force. It's a uh, a violent monopoly, as even Barack Obama recently admitted uh, on on television. It's the violent monopoly, and I don't appreciate violence uh, being used in human relationships. I think that violence is the uh, the realm of the criminal. Uh, violence is what somebody uses uh, to force their way upon others, and that's what government is. It is force, and I think it's wrong in every single case to use force against other people unless they first have chosen to use force against you. So force is appropriate if you're defending yourself, but in the case of the government, it's always aggressive force because the government either wants you to not do what you are doing or to uh, to to do what you aren't doing or to pay them for doing what it is that you're doing. And if you don't do what they want you to do, or you don't follow their edicts and their diktats, then they're going to put you in a cage. And uh, and so I have no use for the yeah. idea of a coercive government. Gardner, can you feel that one? Yeah, I, I think it's and, and thanks so much. It's a great question, and I feel the same way as Ian. And I used to be a small government guy when I was a teenager, and and believed that uh, you had a right to be left alone by me, and I have a right to be left alone by you. Just like uh, some of the great philosophers who inspired the founding fathers, I thought the Constitution was a a great document to sort of stop this from happening, and that uh, decentralized, smaller pockets of government were good. And then I started. Started to look into it a little more, and I thought, well, now wait a minute. If I have a right to be left alone, and I have a right to my property and the fruits of my labor, then how is it that the entity that is created to protect my property and my fruits, the fruits of my labor from other people, has a right to come and take as much as it wants? It, it seemed to me that that was really an excuse for gangsterism. It was just a big gang. And the more I looked at it, I realized if if I believe that uh, my neighbor is smart enough to take care of his life and I'm smart enough to take care of my life and we can voluntarily help each other out, we don't need government to come up and push people around. We can come but, up with our own rules. Hey, gentlemen, what do you say about uh, – I, I talk about this a lot – that the war on drugs has devastated the black community. Oh, yeah. It's Why devastating everybody. Black- People do not, but, yeah, but no, look at the numbers in the book. Hey, if y'all don't mind, go to prisonsucks.com <laughs> okay. and look at the numbers of incarcerated. You can see this one page, it comes up super quick. Look at those numbers for incarcerations. Oh, yeah, the United for States. Black inc- males, 11,000 out of every 100,000 of them in the population between. To age 25, I think, in 29. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they've in that article the New York Times. The war on uh, drugs is incredibly women. destructive, not just to, certainly to the black community, but to the uh, the entire country and the world as a whole. It's an insane right. fight against our brothers and sisters, I mean, and our, and our, our friends and our family members. But what do you gentlemen say about black, I hardly hear black leaders speaking out on this. Do, do you? I'm in just this small town, but... I never hear anybody speaking out about it all in the black communities. No, I don't think that uh, most of most people in the black communities have even considered the idea of legalizations of drugs. I don't know why. I don't think the message is getting there. 
there's a real conservative, uh, socially conservative. They're very socially conservative. They, um, you know, tend to be, uh, you know, socially conservative on just about every issue. But in general, people aren't talking about uh, drug legalization. Black leaders, quote unquote, black leaders. I mean, it's it's such a big issue. It's one of those, I think, one of the most important issues of our time. And when it comes up, uh, there are some really persuasive people out there who are discussing the, these these issues, but they generally don't get much traction. Things are slowly moving the right direction with marijuana in some places, with California about ready to maybe legalize it for uh, for recreational use. So it's, it's legalize it all. Yeah, That's absolutely. Ridiculous. That's the only they way. Absolutely right. The only <laughs> way the violence will end. The, the only mean, way the violence is going to end is by legalizing all drugs. And I, I yeah. mean prescription drugs, too. I, I mean getting rid of yeah, the prescription process. I mean, any drug, let it go. I mean, so what? Uh, uh, what's the Abraham Lincoln quote? Prohibition goes beyond the bounds of reason. All right, well, good talking hey, to you Hey, I, man, before you go, yeah. uh, give uh, give the TJ Network a call when you get a chance and uh, talk to Ron Haney and thank him for airing Free Talk hey, Live. Hey, I will, gentlemen, but listen to this. They got a radio host. The guy won't even let me on the air. Oh, find out their find out their business line. Find out their business line somehow. You know, just look them up online if okay, you can find I, their I, business. I will. I'm I'm trying to talk Great. to them a little bit. But. Really, really, well, that's how those guys yeah. are. I mean, most of the uh, typical talk show hosts are very heavy on their call screening, and they will screen out anybody that's going to challenge their belief system or challenge the their viewpoint or challenge what they're saying on the air. They just want to hear the uh, the choir. They just want to hear people rah rahing them. And hey, uh, hey, gentlemen, it's typical. You're exactly hey, Anna, whatever your name is, yes, you're sir. exactly right. But listen to this. We have a radio station here that takes any calls, no call screeners. You can bring up any subject. Wow. The guy will take you on on anything. Well, that's hey. how so we like are y'all. on this show. That's what Free Talk Live is all about, open phones all okay. the time. And I thank you, I-Man. We look forward to hearing from you again. And thanks for listening out there uh, in Tennessee. And listen for us uh, this Friday night. They're going to start us up. They're just going to take an hour, I think, from 7 to 8 Central Time on the TJ Network there in the Jackson area. So that's great news. Uh, as we continue here, we go to Derek in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Derek on the Amp Line. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Derek. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? What's on your mind, Derek? Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say that the whole you know stuff going on with illegal immigration, as a restaurant owner, illegal immigrants make my life so easy. How so? Oh, because, you know, I live in San Diego, so we're eight miles away from the border where the restaurant is, and I can hire these people to work for less money than any college kid would in my kitchen, and I have to pay workman's comp, I have to pay half their Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, all the other taxes and rigmarole that I have to go through if I was going to hire just but wait a minute, aren't they stealing and raping and killing and, uh, and you know, destroying your kitchen? And, you know, they're, they're just trashy, awful uh, people. Uh, every night, every night, they're just, they're just trash in my kitchen. That's why I keep <laughs> them employed. <laughs> uh, aren't they intimidating your, uh, your other employees and scaring your customers away with their evil brown ways? No, no, we all, we all speak Spanish at the, at the restaurant, even though it's Turkish. So, but, hold on, you, you don't speak Spanish? We all, everyone at the restaurant speaks Spanish. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and it's a Turkish restaurant. Go figure, right? That's funny. But you see, you're being taken over. That's being the thing. Being taken over. The invasion, the invading <laughs> horde has come to uh, it's to the Donor Kebab restaurant. Couple, oh, my goodness. A couple great refreshing phone calls. Did that, you just you know, name your restaurant on the yeah, air? Yeah, yeah, No, I, I, I gave the, the, 
kind of cuisine. Not oh, okay, okay. Right on. I got I to make sure next time I'm out there, uh, I got to try to find your place, man. Hey, call uh, us again with great. some more restaurant stories. Uh, I know you've got them for us, whether, whether it's about, uh, you know, the inspect the government inspections. Uh, that, those, are, those are fun people. I want to hear about that. Call us back another time. We're out of time uh, for tonight, but I appreciate it, Derek. Thank you for the call, and if you didn't make it on tonight, I apologize. Call tomorrow night. We'll get you in. So call early rather than later. Hey, it's been Ian with you. And Gart. And Mark. And we're done. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE.